Nurse Ratchet here, knowing how much I had to lose, and you never told me nothing. Now, Mac, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't know anything about uh, how much. Wait a minute. Now listen. Now look, I'm I'm voluntary here. See, I'm not committed. I don't have to stay here. I mean, I can go home any time I want. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the show about the music less traveled by me, Amy, the pop-obsessed host who cannot spell psychedelic, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. It's actually really good that you didn't say it the way I spelled it. Oh, uh, psych- <laughs> psychedelic disco aficionado? No, it's disco. It's like so modern because it's with a Y. Oh, like dysfunctional uh, yeah. disco. It's I get skilled. it now. Yeah. So you're doing it on purpose now. Yes, because at this point, well, no, now next week I'm definitely not going to get it right because I spelled it like psychedelic. There's no way to actually pronounce the way in English how I spelled it today. So um, how about we go ahead and discuss your week? Because I got a lot to tell you. Oh, you're just going to go ahead and let me talk about my measly week so you can get your gigantor week in. Let's see, I'm recovering from some foot problems. I'm not trying to lay lay anything down on anyone, but I have, uh, if you don't know me, I have psoriatic arthritis. So I have to take immunosuppressants in order to keep that, keep that down. Which is uh, how we keep Jason sick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I had the flu for three weeks, Amy. <laughs> Thank you, immunosuppressants. Um, other than that, I'm fine. Getting ready for a lot of holiday parties coming up. My family on my mother's side, they have a huge party every year. Uh, we're going to have it back at my Aunt Judy's house instead of at Singleton Community Center. It's going to be a smaller party this year. Okay. And I'm my invitation from my Aunt Rita says I'm supposed to bring chips and dip. So what do you think I'm going to take? I have a feeling brims and ponchos. Brims and ponchos for the win. <laughs> yeah. What does she win, Bob? <laughs> well, she wins brims and ponchos. <laughs> um, but, you know, we also have a huge holiday party every year at Jason's Deli. The managers give us bonuses and there's all kinds of prizes i mean people win tvs they win xboxes and stuff like that but you don't even watch your tv bro <laughs> yo you're gonna bring that up <laughs> yes. yeah like i'm so cool like i'm so hip like i watch <laughs> my other bros tv and it's totes like projection but it's not tv so you're still cool Right. I only watch Netflix. And We're just going to have to put a man up. bun on top of your head now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So I had a week. It was kind of magical. So I told How you. How magical, Amy? <laughs> I told you I was going to Chicago to go see a podcast, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's this epic journey of podcastery. Right. So I get there and I'm going to meet some other. Uh, the fans of the show are called Tens. 
because uh, there's tens of listeners, but there's more than tens. But, you know, it's it's part of the lure of the podcast. Either way, I am going to meet some more tens at this place called Giordano's, which is really good Chicago deep dish. It is in downtown Chicago. My phone had been lagging all day, so I just stuck it in my pocket. And I was like, I'm not going to worry about it. I need to save my battery because I don't have a hotel, so I'm not going to worry about it. But I didn't need my GPS because I didn't know where it was. So I start using my GPS and it keeps sending me to the wrong place. Like it's telling me to go the opposite direction than what, you know, street numbers say. Your GPS was drunk. Oh, yeah. It was like legit drunk. And I kept trying to take pictures because Alexander Calder's Flamingo is there and all these really cool things. I'm trying to send pictures and they're just sending as black. Like it's just pictures of black. Like I take the picture, it saves the picture, and then it just erases the picture. So that's odd. It's super odd. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna restart my phone. That was the wrong decision. So an hour after I land, I've ridden the blue line down to you know downtown, gotten off where I need to go. I'm going to Giordano's. I try to restart it. All I get is the Apple signal or a symbol. That's all I get. And so I I try a couple more times. I go to the podcast. I plug it in because, you know, sometimes that works. All I get is that the host of the podcast, each of them try to fix my phone. No luck. So I am in Chicago with no GPS or information or hotel or airline tickets. You're you're basically (laughs) like Kevin from Home Alone. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Except in Chicago and <laughs> Home Alone 2, then in New York. Right, but we're not going to talk about Donald Trump. So You brought him up. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I lightly referred to him. But please continue. But so, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to send messages home for, or, you know, for my family. I did not think to call to ask for my f- husband's phone number, which should have been the first thing I did. But I just kept sending messages telling him I'm okay. I go on the, a fantastic adventure. As long as I'm close to the blue line or the red line, I know I can get to O'Hare. I get to go to a bunch of really cool bars. Like I get to go to Rossi's. I get to go to um like I get to go to Boys Town in Chicago. Do you know what Boys Town is? Tell me about it. Boys Town is like the gay neighborhood it's like castro of san francisco but chicago they have rainbow like lights and stuff on like it looks like city put stuff it's so cool i get to meet one of the singers in the chicago men's choir which is a huge deal if you know anything about the chicago men's choir do you know anything about chicago's i don't tell me okay so they're a really famous like gay choir they're super talented anybody should just like go check them out they're really cool i go on this adventure i walk to i start walking towards the red line i'm going in the wrong direction some folks in a uber let me like uber to the red line i get on the red line i get on the blue line i walk into o'hare at like 5 30 a.m you know i do all the whole ticket thing and everything and then i fall asleep for four hours until wow <laughs> upright <laughs> i've been up for so many hours at that time See, i can't even fall asleep in a cushy hotel bed much less in an airport well usually i'm traveling or through i've tried to ch- uh, to sleep in an airport with her before because we had early flights and stuff and she sleeps in an airport 
I've never slept in one. I just like was sitting upright, draped over my carry on backpack, fell asleep, and then woke up just enough to notice that my gate changed, walked over to it and walked onto the plane. And then it started snowing in Chicago. And then my neighbor in the seat let me use her Facebook so that I can message Dakota. <laughs> nice. Yes. That's so, solid. Isn't that like a cool ass story? Yeah. That is even way cooler than I thought it would be. And I was super excited. I got to be like mid 90s human with no cell phone i almost don't remember what that's like <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing like i've thought about just like turning my phone off for eight hours at a time just to experience it it was super cool except that i had no idea our podcast if it came out there were questions that jeremy sent me about our show pick so the show pick you get is the show pick you get and it was awesome though like everybody else is experiencing the world i got to like experience it was like so buddhist i was so in the moment i was super excited you should try it jason maybe one day <laughs> i'm gonna just like steal your phone and send you out in chicago and see what happens i don't know what would happen <laughs> exactly i would call blank man but you wouldn't have a phone I would probably just hang out at the airport. <laughs> oh, okay. So tell me about our theme this week after I, to I told that crazy story. Well, uh, this is a theme that I had probably suggested before or alluded to, mostly because I wanted to shoehorn a Pink Floyd song in. I'm kind of proud of you because I built the whole Cowboys theme off of shoehorn ink. As can Lady Gaga song in? It, uh, cowboy theme turned into a really fun theme and a really good show. So it, you know, and I I can say I listened to a whole Gaga song. I'm so proud of you, Jason. Thank you. <laughs> this episode, episode 11, we're going to talk about mental illness. Yes, which also is kind of important before the holidays. Because if you have any issues, the holidays tend to bring them right on out so um yeah i won't explain why i can no longer listen to one of my favorite christmas songs oh i have so many issues around christmas uh why do you think it's important jason i mean i know you're probably going to go into a lot of this but you know there need to be changes in the way that we think about what mental illness is and how we it affects everyone and how we're all in it together kind of thing but being adopted i still knew that i had addictive personality in my genes and I recognized it really early, and I quit drinking and taking pills all the time. Which is probably good, which um, is probably why I see you now. Right, but I mean, like, when you're 18 or 19 and you're doing that kind of stuff, you think that driving under the influence is okay. Mm -hmm. And it it shouldn't take you dying or killing someone in order for you to realize how delicate life really is but anyway um, wow i feel like i could actually get into that but that's not this episode <laughs> oh lord okay yeah, um, <laughs> but you know i've definitely experienced some of my own depression firsthand uh, i had a best friend growing up who was depressed all the time all throughout high school yeah and i was always by his side but back then i didn't understand what he went through and, and you was, just were like maybe i could just make him happy well, no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't think that. I knew there was no way I could, nothing I could do to help him except yeah. just always be by his side. Mm -hmm. So it took me getting a little older, and maybe some of my brain chemicals changing a little bit before I finally really experienced what he was experiencing. Except, 
you know, I wasn't put through all the medication like he was that made him not able to eat. Right. Stuff like that. Um, but other, speaking of eating, I'm also a chronic overeater. It's okay. It, it happens. <laughs> and then you surround yourself with other overeaters and you enable each other. But I mean, I would rather eat, you know, a whole pizza than a bunch of pills. Yeah. I mean, probably going to have a longer lifespan with the pizza. And also at least like three food groups, depending upon upon how it's made. Cheese and the tomatoes have vegetables in them, although it's like depends upon the sauce exactly. And depending upon the flour, you're getting your whole grains. Look at that. Well, right. And then I'm getting all this protein. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You get to eat meat on your pizza. Yes. Right, so right. four. <laughs> well, my perfect pizza would be the Holy Thursday Sacrament. Jalapeno <laughs> and pepperonis. <laughs> So, see, there's another vegetable I got jalapenos in. <laughs> oh, my God. We won't even talk about what I had for lunch today. Oh, it is Thursday. <laughs> so, um, I think this is important. So, I actually, uh, I grew up in a family. Um, my father raised me, and he had some severe depression. So, I can remember him crying over the sink. And just, like, the things he would say would make no sense to me. Until, of course, I got older and I actually have had issues with depression because um, before we met, I'd actually spent time in a psych ward. Did I tell you this before? I'm, I'm sure we've talked about it before. Yeah. So I've actually spent time with like um, suicidal ideation and everything. And so it was weird. And m what I feel is, although I was okay, the mental illness how people handle it and how the healthcare is structured around it it's mostly looking for people who are just drug seekers that's mostly what it's looking for and yep. so it's really not helpful also in that psych like in the psychological department uh they also group everyone in together so you are stuck with the people who are actually in narcotics anonymous uh, like those things are like depression and, you know, addiction are the same. But although they may go hand in hand, I don't think I really should have been in the same ward with the people who are actually dealing with addiction because it's hard for them to, you know, talk to us about their problems and we can't talk to them about their problems. And then everyone tries to make it into some sort of religious experience, at least here in the South, in Tennessee. Big old Bible belt. Right. So apparently the problem with all of us is that our daddies touched us and we don't believe in Jesus. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what I found out in the psych ward. And I was like, I got to get myself out of here. And so you've known me since then. I'm obviously not still there. And of course, a lot of it really revolves around which pills to shill you. So I think that we really do need to bring it into... um perspective what the actual you know what actually is needed as opposed to the prescription pad and also um i was in there and i was pregnant and they put me in a room with the woman who was depressed and could never get pregnant and was very depressed about that which is just bad planning wow right so i was the only person not walking up for pills because i you i couldn't take any no i could i just got the option to decide because it's when you're talking about psychological drugs, it's very iffy. And I was still in, I think, uh, first trimester. 
that that's why I think mental illness is important. It's kind of heavy. This is a heavy subject. I mean, I've definitely taken some of those drugs, but yeah, they made me feel weird. Oh, mine was not one of those heavy drugs, though. Mine's I had to do a class B. So what I was actually taking was not necessarily prescribed for depression. It was actually depressed. Uh, prescribed for anxiety can't remember what it was it made me feel like i was having an out-of-body body experience it was awful yeah not the right prescription so um but that's why it's important and it is a heavy subject so i'm just gonna go ahead and let jason go into the music um very proud to introduce and uh, it's very heavy for the first time on Earbuds and Earworms, uh, the Jimi Hendrix experience with Manic Depression. This is a classic, funky, Jimi Hendrix experience tune. Um, they are a classic rock, psychedelic rock trio. Um, there's only three of them? Yes, there's only, yes, all that noise. All that noise <laughs> came, from, came from three men. Um, this is just kind of a song about the ups and downs of life. You could say uh, maybe Jimmy is writing from his perspective as a rock star, but at this point... He isn't super famous yet. He does talk about the impact of something on his soul, though. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he he's definitely talking about his own experience. I think he, I think he is, too. And um, so, musically, I, I just like how the guitar and the bass follow each other. This- so, tell, tell me... <laughs> tell me... <laughs> So, um, Tell me what you think about Manic Depression, Amy. The song. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jason. Jason forced me to listen to some Jimi Hendrix. She didn't die. I didn't die. There's no brain damage there as far as no I know. no bleeding from the ears. <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking about it, and the music, I kind of feel like really encompasses what Manic Depression would feel like. It does feel very manic to me. I'm surprised that's only three people because it is a, a lot of sound, maybe a wall of sound. Ooh. Ooh. And so um, it's not necessarily what I'd seek out. It definitely doesn't have any of the tropes of pop music that I definitely, um, yeah, I lean on the, the tropes of pop music with their <laughs> their poppiness and their driving beats and it's very free form very uh electronic guitar jazz um if you're into that thing um but yeah i felt like the composition really did cover what manic depression would feel like um i'm interested to find out why you decided not to do pink floyd uh there there were a few pink floyd suggestions in the ear buddy segment and uh i just there were a few good selections I thought I could make, and I'm going to save my Pink Floyd card for another podcast. Oh, 
<laughs> We're sorry, but your princess is in another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now I I actually had a hard time deciding on the song. Um, so my song is actually She's Lost Control by Joy Division. this song it um it actually the way i listened to it uh ian curtis actually had epilepsy and so there's a few references to seizures in here so you can kind of see how this is describing mental illness like depression and his struggle with seizures he was the sole lyricist of joy vision which i just found out today i'd never even thought about that before um But Joy Division is kind of, it's very much known because Ian Curtis killed himself at the age of 23, which is insane because he was an amazing person, but he had a lot of feelings about having epilepsy. So this song really encapsulates the seizure struggles he had and like he had epilepsy. So of course, and he was having seizures on stage as he was performing and people thought that it was just part of the performance so he's having a lot of struggles with that and then of course he had depression so that really comes into this song i love the minimalist way that it's constructed everything is very separated out um it's got very solid rhythm and just joy division it it is a very it's an experience to listen to Joy Division. And it's always very, I guess, what you would say, heavy. And, right? Or, I mean, I guess you weren't much of a Joy Division listener. Uh, I'm not much of a Joy Division listener, but I've always enjoyed their music. Um, yeah, it's heavy, especially with this raunchy guitar that pops in. Um, the bass kind of leads most of the song. But, I mean, you also have Ian Curtis's voice, which is almost an instrument upon itself it is because it's ominous it's ominous and deep and because there's so little surrounding it it stands out yeah so even though you have that solid rhythm like you said it's um there's a feeling of impending doom right that's that's what i you know think of when i listen to a band like black sabbath (laughs) i guess they can kind of go together 
Um, yes and no. In the darkness. The darkness, is, yes. Is, not necessarily the instrumentation. Right. Um, but actually, I kind of like how depressing Joy, Joy Division can be. Yeah. And it's, it's very cathartic in a way. But yeah. So I just, I love the music. It's cathartic. It really captures the theme of mental illness. Yeah, it uh, it really does, and it makes me want to delve into more Joy Division. Which and... makes me happy. Oh, uh, you know Dakota's favorite shirt, right? The one he's always wearing, the black one with all the lines across it? I don't remember it, but... You're not staring at my husband's chest all the time? No, I'm sorry. I'm looking deep into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a funny story about it. It's one of the covers of the Joy Division album, and I can't remember which one it, it must have been. Um, Sorry. Do you know what time it is? I don't know what time is it. Let me check my phone. <gasps> it's ear, ear buddies. buddies. So, um, we actually, um, do you know what we did not know was going to happen? No, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know. <laughs> there are a lot of songs that reference mental illness. Yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't think about that. Um, I think Ben suggested like 137 songs. Oh, I, I saw like 259 last I checked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> so, um, there were a lot of songs. So we, we didn't get to put in everything. Seriously, there's so many. This is why you need to join the ear buddies or the earbuds and earworms group on Facebook. There is a huge playlist. That you can peruse with everything in it. But we chose four songs. Um, five if you count the end song. Because that's also an ear buddy suggestion. Our first one comes from Cole Yon, And it's Crazy by Seal. Oh, I love this song. Thank you, Cole Yon. A man decides after 17 years That what he goes there for Is to unlock the door Well, those around him criticize and sleep I got to meet him. Coleon or Seal? I got to meet Coleon. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's he like? Uh, he's awesome. He's also a fellow 10. <laughs> so What's up, 10? I got to meet him in Chicago. Thank you for listening. And um, now we have... Uh, Latasha suggested Ghetto Boys. My mind is playing tricks on me. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is So I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill B But fuck that shit There's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps 
taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. Now, Jan, she knows that you cannot have a song about mental illness without Morrissey, so she brought The More You Ignore Me, The Closer I Get. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time I will be In the bar With my head On the bar I am now A central part Of your mind's landscape Whether you That song title sounds like a couple of past relationships. Ken suggested Colorblind by the Counting Crows. I am colorblind. Coffee black and egg white. Fun fact, Ken was also a fellow 10. What's up, 10 Ken? <laughs> we went bar hopping together. Ooh, Ooh, sounds fun. It was super fun. So thanks, Ken, for scaring off that creepy dude. Thank you. Way to be there, Ken. <laughs> Way to be a friend and an ear buddy. <laughs> it's like he's a twofer this week. He's awesome, right? Yeah. Yes. Can't, can't go wrong with a guy named Ken. <laughs> So, um, Jason, what do we both love this week? Um, I had some last night, and I know you had some tonight. I think we both love stouts. I gotta love stouts. Stouts are, they are, when you know you're grown up, you start drinking stouts. Because it's, I like to call it a breakfast beer, because it's like eating a loaf of bread for breakfast. It it kind of is. Um... For me, it has a little sweeter taste. You know, I have a sweet tooth. I drink a lot of hard cider. You? Me? <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I really like Dragon Stout uh, <gasps> from Jamaica. It's, Good it's a red, choice. It's a Red Stripe beer. So mm-hmm. Red Stripe has a stout. It's called Dragon Stout. I'm sure you can buy it in your fancy beer grocery store, or you can drink it at your local Flying Saucer Emporium. Right. I'm a big fan of Old Rasputin. But it's no longer distributed here, so I've been rocking some Founders Stouts. 
various ones. They make a few. Um, I had a stout last night at Bayou Bar and Grill with my friend Lauren, and I don't remember what it was called. It, it might have been a local one. Well, that means it was a proper stout. <laughs> a proper stout. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a big fan of it because I love their, their big, fat-bodied beers that just – they're definitely not low-calorie, but they they taste – Nice and full. So I'm a it's, massive fan of beer. It's like drinking a cake. <laughs> okay, so send your hate tweets to at the JV guarantee. Any Irish people, totally allowed. <laughs> that was Scottish. All the Scottish people, send your hate tweets to at Madame Wolle and at the JV guarantee. All the British, all the people on the British Isles. Or Just send Ireland hate tweets. Or the Isle of Wight. You can send your hate to at E and E pod yes. on Twitter. And those are all of our Twitter handles. Please talk to us on Twitter. Seriously, I'm about to be a housewife for like five weeks. Oh, yeah, so you're all from school then? Yeah. I need Twitter. Please save me. Seriously, tweet me at Madam Woolley at E and E pod. Tweet me at the JV guarantee. And we do have a Facebook group. It's a good way to get your playlist. Um, it's a good way to tell us themes. Like Jason put something out and there's so many themes piling up. That means that y'all guys have a good like year and a half of shows in the future without me like sitting down and trying to shoehorn shows in or Jason trying to sit down and shoehorn <laughs> stuff in. No, I would never try that. Oh, so save me from the Pink Floyd and join Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. You know, you know, in Earbuds and Earworms uh, podcast group on Facebook, I suggested maybe one of the longest songs ever. We don't have to talk about it. It's Shine On You Crazy Diamond. No, we don't have to talk about it. By Pink Floyd. You missed that. No. Uh, you also missed Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, 19th Nervous Breakdown by the Rolling Stones. Mm. 21st Century Schizoid Man by King Crimson. So if you want your voice heard, you need to join the group and drown <laughs> out Jason. Um, you can also, please, uh, I haven't gotten one email and I would really like an email. At, you mean no one has emailed us yet? No, but it's e and e pod at gmail.com. It's it's just eandepod at gmail.com. You could just send me anything and we will read it. Just do it. Anything within reason. No, anything. Oh, anything. Yes, anything. Well, then I'm going to send you a David S. Pumpkins link. We're not putting that up. But no, I'm not saying you have to play it. I'm just going to send it to you to, you know, to David S. Pumpkins roll you. But also, please join us at eandepod.com. We're on the 10710 network. And we have a super amazing link that sends us pocket change. If you use it when you decide to shop with Amazon, it's enepod.com slash Amazon. So super easy to remember. Wait, so you're saying I can shop on Amazon through our link. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm normally on Amazon, but if I use our link, the there's pocket change that comes to the right. Podcast. Yeah, like just uh, he gives us like Bezos just gives us like a nickel or something. Hey, yeah, I'll take a nickel. Yeah, like whenever he gets his Starbucks, he'll just give us his nickel. Where's the nickel from his from your purchase? So you can go ahead and do that. It'd be super awesome. Yeah, while you're on there buying your cereal and CDRs, toilet paper. Oh, you buy toilet paper online? Some people do. Hmm. Yeah. That's good to know. I don't, but some people do. 
Also, folks, we have a voicemail line. You can leave us a voicemail and have your voice included in this fabulous podcast. You could sing into the voicemail line. Sing into the voicemail? I want to do that. And you would do that at 731-400-BUDS, as in BUDS, or... 731-400-2837. Please leave a voicemail. We would love it. Please, please leave a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and so on that note, we're actually going to leave on no, uh, Noami. <sighs> we are going to leave on Naomi's pick for the mental illness subject, which she brought to brought this band to my attention. It's called The Handsome Family, and this song is called So Much Wine. I had nothing to say on Christmas Day.
Um, so 